Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If it's anybody's wise idea to say, hey, you know what would be a good idea? I've had a really shitty relationship with this one person. But maybe on Thanksgiving, things will change. And let's try to bring them over on Thanksgiving. If you think that a holiday, which is meant for, you know, obviously everybody has their different meaning, but um, where you're going to have a lot of kids around, a lot of family around, and you're hoping to mend things on this one day, that shit ain't going to happen. Hell, it may even exacerbate it even worse and make things make matters worse. So I would say mend that shit before that that single day. Uh, versus having a shitty Thanksgiving. Hey, my name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. So today's guest, once again, is my husband. And I wanted to bring him on because I get this question all of the time, especially during the holidays. And the question is, how do I set boundaries with my family and have the support of my husband? So I've already done a podcast about how to set boundaries with my in-laws. However, this one is going to it's going to be different and it's going to be different because it's not going to just come from my perspective. It's going to come from my husband's perspective. And let's just be honest. We already kind of talked about this and how it might impact us because maybe we might bring in either side of the family. Um, and obviously we absolutely love our family and this is without any disrespect at all. However, shit hits a fan and sometimes you want to set boundaries with the ones that you love the most. Um, so on today's episode, I definitely recommend that you bring your husband on board so that he can gain a different perspective, but also experience like 
firsthand what it's like, maybe from our perspective, so that he's able to, what would you say? Like he's able to relate? Sure. Yeah. I right. might be going through the same, same stuff that, that they're going through and maybe a good, a good um, way to hear a different perspective. Yeah. So holidays are like literally in a couple days, right? So when this podcast will be released that's a week from today, well, that's what I was going to say. When this podcast will be released, it's released on Monday. Yeah. So it'll be what four days from there. Four days from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so right in time to go out and help you. So a question I often get is how do I get my husband to support me, especially when his family are maybe not the nicest. And so we're just going to get to it. Has there ever been a time where you felt like you weren't either protected by me? You weren't, um, you were disrespected. Cause I was just in yeah. a couple session and his argument was, mm. um, and it goes on both sides. Like for the, for this couple in particular, his argument is like your family does a lot of disrespectful shit to me and you just stand there and let it happen and you don't comment. Yeah. And I've also or, had, or side with them or side with them. And then I've also had, you know, I've also had where the woman has said, you know, it feels like your mom could say whatever the hell she wants. And it feels like she's like literally in our marriage. And I'm, I've totally felt that too. Yeah. And so let's go ahead and can you come up with a time maybe? Um, and remember my mom's like triple OG, but can you remember a time when you felt disrespected and not supported by me? Um, I wouldn't say it wasn't during the holidays. It was, it was many, many, many years ago. And I, yeah. I did address it with you and I addressed it with, the individual about um, just the way that I was. So I was brought up where um, guys shouldn't disrespect women, men shouldn't disrespect women. Um, and even though you may want to say something or do something, you're taught more to be reserved yeah. and not do anything. So I just kind of took it and didn't say, say anything. So um, I wanted to, and, um, and I, so I confided in you and said, you know, this is the things that are going on that, that is really bothering me. And, um, frankly, I don't want to be around anymore. Uh, I don't want to come around anymore. And so I finally said something to you and you brought it up to them and then they, uh, they and I talked and we, you know, it was it moved past it. Um, but I would say that there's, uh, during this time of the year, I don't think it's, if it's anybody's wise idea to say, Hey, you know what it would be a good idea. I've had a sh really shitty relationship with this one person, but maybe on Thanksgiving things will change and let's try to bring them over on Thanksgiving. If you think that a holiday, which is meant for, you know, obviously everybody has their different meaning, but um, where you're going to have a lot of kids around a lot of family around and you're hoping to mend things on this one day, that shit ain't going to happen. Hell, it may even exacerbate it even worse and make things make matters worse. So, I would say mend that shit before that sing that single day uh, versus having a shitty Thanksgiving. Um, don't try to use the holiday to fix and mend relationships. So this is why we're talking about boundaries. Yeah. 
you know? So yeah, we're not going to have like a come to Jesus moment during Thanksgiving. I yeah, mean, we might, course. right? We yeah, might. This, is, this isn't the time to try to just have some type of revelation. Um, yeah. A revelation or a, um, well, this is, maybe this will be the time that we could bring all the family together Bingo. to gang up on this one person. And maybe we can bring them to the light and, and, and maybe they'll finally see the big picture and yeah. what's, what they're doing. And, all that other shit. No, yeah. That ain't the time to do it. No. So boundaries, boundaries by, by definition, personal guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for others to behave towards them. So let me go ahead and just break it down. What is a boundary? A boundary is when you create or you communicate. That's what I should say. When you communicate to someone what is okay and what is not okay, how you like are what exactly are you okay with? Like their behaviors. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay with you behaving this way. I'm not okay with you behaving this way. I'm okay with you saying this. I'm not okay with you saying this. That's basically a boundary. Recognizing what you're okay with and what you're not okay with, with a certain individual or a certain group. Why are boundaries essential? Well, because it protects your mental health. And I've said it once and I'll say it a thousand times. A relationship without boundaries is doomed to fail. Why? Because it builds resentment and there's all of these, are you for real? We are recording a podcast, sir. And you forgot to turn off your ringer anyways. Um, so yeah, we want to go ahead and make sure that we protect our mental health. We protect our, you know, physical health, emotional health. And in order to do that, we have to make sure that it's, boundaries are established. Mm -hmm. A lot of people shy away from boundaries and I'll go ahead Why and- so just kind of with the example you gave. So like when my mom would say something or when my brother or sister would say something. So for a long time, you and my mm -hmm. sister, you guys had like, you guys had this like love hate relationship. Mm -hmm. Should, would, it, would you call it a love hate relationship? I don't know if no, that was hate. No, not, not, not but it was hate. like a, what would you call it? Like when she would say things and make fun of you. Yeah. Uh, you like that? No. Okay, well then, it what would you call hate, it? Though. So what would you call it? Like it would, it would just hurt you, yeah. Because it was so, my my but sister. You know I wasn't gonna say anything back. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't say anything to protect you. No. And so, and in fact, you would at times join in. I would and sometimes. be like and be like, "Come on, she's just playing with you." And yeah, I'm like, just fucking told you, not um, this this is bugging me. Yeah. So so that right there, like. You asked me right now, why don't we set boundaries with families? Mm. One of the primary reasons why, you know, maybe your partner or you aren't setting a boundary with your family is because this is going to sound horrible. It's because you don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, it's not that big of a deal. She does this shit with everybody. Like, just I'm already used to it. So you just get used to it. Mm -hmm. But what I don't realize that I'm at, what I'm asking you to do is. Listen, compromise yourself. compromise yourself just so she could get a giggle out of you and then be done with it. I never realized that that's what I was essentially asking you to do. And once I did start to develop that realization, once I started becoming a therapist and learning about boundaries, that's when it was like, oh, shit. OK, so wait a minute. Now that I know this, I got to say something. And then some of the reasons why I wouldn't set a boundary was because. I didn't know where it would go. Like I, and I didn't want to deal with it. 
Like if I set a boundary with my sister, my mom or whoever, I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to go, well, hey, you know what? When you say that, it's really rude and it hurts his feelings. Because what my fear was, they would be like, are you fucking kidding me? It hurts his feelings. Oh my God. So he came over to you. Yeah, he came over to you and he's crying about it. Why didn't he just tell me? So for me, it was like, it's not a big deal. Let it go. However, when I would do that and you would let it go, it finally got to a point where you're like, no, dude, for real, I, I can fucking stand this shit. I feel like every single time it, it felt like from you, what you were saying is each time I'm around them, the bullying gets worse and worse. And now they're calling me, you know, they're making like comments where I'm feeling like I'm a little bitch and they're just saying these things. And I remember there was one incident when we went to, when we went to Cancun. I don't remember. Yeah. And you and Rosalie had a conversation. Yeah. I remember it was, she was messing with you, but again, because I'm so used to it and you're like, Hey, I have a great love and appreciation for you and the kids. I don't want you to say this to me anymore. Like I, 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 this is done. Like it stops here. Like, I'm tired of you making fun of me. And you had said it. And for me, it was easier for, like, it felt as if, and I know this is a poor and shitty excuse, but it felt as if, like. I had to stand up for myself because you didn't have my back. Well, no, not that. Really? Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't that. It was more of, if you, it, you'll have more clout if you say it, because it'll fall on deaf ears if I say it. Not and really. well, that I'm just saying that's that's why I, you asked me a question and answer it. That's that's why I didn't do it because it's like, well, if he says it, it'll have more clout. If I say it, it'll get brushed off. But what I didn't realize was I need to say it. Why do I need to say it? Because it needs to stop. It needs to stop happening. It needs to stop happening across the board. And it needs to stop happening because it's hurting the person that I love. And essentially it's hurting me. And then what I realized also was that there were different ways in which the way you were being made fun of, I was being made fun of. And so it was at that point that I was like, wait a minute, I really need to go ahead and stop this because I'm being impacted by it, you know? And it it just kind of was like this little bit of like an aha moment. You know, but most of the reason why, you know, let, let, let me go, let me go with you. Um, you know, with uh, when I would, uh, you know, there was a while where a, a good amount of time where, you know, there was a lot of things said to me and they were very disrespectful mm-hmm. and they came from your family. Yeah. Um, and I won't name who they came from, but they came from your family and it was like, okay, like I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna take this one. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and swallow it, and then that's it. And then it was like, holy fuck, I'm gonna take this one too. And then it was like, okay, wait a minute. No. I usually back in the day, calm down, not anymore. But back in the day, I I wouldn't fucking ever let anybody talk to me that way. I'd make sure I put them in their fucking place, and I would ensure that they knew I wasn't messing around and the boundary needed to be set. And I was very much more aggressive than assertive, which is what we're trying to teach you guys to do today. But I was very much aggressive. Like, you're not going to fucking talk to me like that. First off, I could give two fucks who you are. You're not going to talk to me like that. And it, it did get to that point. And so I'll go ahead and now bring it back to you for that particular individual. 
you know who I'm talking about, for that particular interview, why was it so hard for you to protect me over them? Mm, I would say that because I wanted you to be accepted mm -hmm. um, as, you know, my wife, my partner, the, um, and at the same time, I wanted there to be just a, I don't know, I wanted to make, I wanted like there to be peace on both sides. I wanted, uh, you know, you to have the love for my family and likewise, my family to love you. Yeah. And um, somehow I, it, it wasn't happening. Um, and I can figure out how to fix it, um, even though these things were going on, because it wasn't just one sided. It was, I mean, it started off that way, but eventually you got to a point where you're like, I'm not going to be your punching bag or doormat yeah. anymore. I'm going to defend myself and I'm going to say something, much like I had to do too. But just your way was less tactful than mine. Yeah. And I was like, and, gloves yeah. off, let's and go. And you were like, you just let it fly. Yeah. Um, for me, I just, be, uh, um, I, why? So I, I felt like I had to show more reservation and not do that just because I, I mean, I'm a but, man talking to a woman. But kind of the same thing, though, yeah. like just like you felt like I abandoned you. Yeah. I felt like same you thing. weren't. Yeah. I was like, yeah. are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. And so what was like, why? Because it, it felt like, wait a minute, are you fucking signing with them? Because if you're signing with them, yeah, get rocks. Like. Yeah. So no, it, it eventually took me saying to my family, like, if I, I won't go around anymore and I, and I'll cut my family off if I have to, because my family, my family, my immediate family, my, you know, my kids and you are more important than anything. So what was the hesitation moves, though, before you got to that point, what would you say? I, is I'd say is because I wanted it to work and I was like, well, maybe this is just a bump in the road and it'll get. That's a couple of years yeah. of bumps in the road, yeah. honey. Like yeah. more than five. And it was like it would go like days of being okay, and then subtle, a subtle comment here, a subtle comment there. Mm -hmm. and, and what I, kept and, you from and intervening? I would say, no, I would say something, but it's like when you around, and then oh. it would be like, and it'd be like, oh, come on now, it's not that. What is she? Um, you can't tell me she's sensitive. Um, she's not, like, she's hood. And, and, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, but just like, there, there's, there's no need to say, say that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I would correct or I would address it, but still it would happen. And then I'm like, I told you, I told you this was going to happen. And then, you know, it, it would end up being a blow up session. And there were times she though. She cry and we'd leave and. But there were times when somebody playing victim, there were times when I remember not only was I being disrespected, you were being disrespected, too. Mm -hmm. There was one particular incident and I, I'm going to be careful on how much detail I give. But there was one particular incident where we were called and we were told, hey, we're coming down. And um, I was like, and you're like, babe, they're coming down. So I was like, OK, cool. And you're like, well, they're coming down like tomorrow. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Um, I guess we're going to cancel all of our plans. And then we found out that they were actually down for a whole week. Yeah. They had already been down. They were already down that entire time. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying to you, babe, they've been down for a minute. They just called us last minute. And I remember saying that to you and you looked at me and you're like, and I just want to spend time with my family. And I was like, wait a minute, homeboy. Cause 
they're not only doing it to you, they're doing it to me and they're doing it to our kids. Yeah. And so like, and we totally got shit on. We totally got shit on. So in that moment, obviously we're not there anymore, but in that moment, why was it for you? Because I, I, I don't want know. The- I don't, I, I have no idea. I think it was just because I wanted some type of like resemblance of this perfect ideal movie fantasy type of like the ideal um like father-in-law mother-in-law type of relationship with my wife that I wanted to experience and I was like one of these days it's going to happen yeah even if I got to suck up the fact that I'm not even second best third best fourth best my kids aren't even non-existent um maybe it'll happen this time yeah and um, just yearning for that, for any of anything that resembled that, yeah. Um, and compromising myself, compromising my family yeah. and dignity, um, just being shit on. I'm like, it, it, it sucked, and I sucked it up, and um, eventually, I think an it, expectation I think, of yeah. me sucking it up too, yeah. right? So I like to give, so this is an analogy um, and, and an exercise I do with my couples. And if you don't mind, I'd like to do it with you. Yeah. So whenever we come to this fork in the road, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever clients are telling me, listen, he picks his family over me, like all the time. And he's like, well, that's not necessarily true. She can fend for herself. So this is why I don't make it a big mm-hmm. deal. Um, and then, you know, like I can fend for myself. Mm-hmm. And so that might also be a reason why, what you know fuck it. She's fine. She'll, yeah. I'm taking, she'll take it. But I like to give my clients this example and it, it goes based off of what you just shared. So I want, and as you guys are listening, I want you to imagine you and your partner, right? You and your husband are kids. And so whenever we're caught up in this scenario, we tend to personalize it, but we forget that we've grown up differently. The passion is so low these days that I feel parenthood and other commitments are taking control. I want to feel like it's me he wants to spend time with. Yeah, I've said those exact words a hundred times to my friends after realizing that the man I said I do to wasn't the same person. Or was I just imagining it? But here's what I finally realized that changed things for me almost overnight. I started to use four simple and effective steps that changed our communication and connection for the better. As a licensed marriage and family therapist, I got excited and started showing my clients and they too were seeing changes instantly. Whether you've been married for one year or 15, these tips work and I can't wait to share them with you. Girl, I got you. I wanna personally invite you to my live two hour online workshop. This is for moms who have said the empty promises just aggravate me so much. He says he will do something or take care of something. Then he doesn't. Communication has always been a weak point for us. He says things without thinking. I try to logically work through things and he reacts emotionally. I try to say what I feel in a constructive manner. He takes it personally and attacks me. 
Boundaries are a confusing topic for me because I am a helper. I have this innate need to help anyone I can. So if this is you and you are ready to get off this hamster wheel, then allow me to guide you through this four-step process. I can't wait to meet you personally. So again, this is a two-hour live workshop. And for whatever reason, if you cannot attend, girl, I got you. This will be recorded, which means you will have lifetime access. If you are ready to go from roommates to lovers, then let's go ahead and step outside of our comfort zones together. Allow me to guide you. If you're ready, what I'd like you to do is go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop. Again, that is empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop. Get ready, mama, because we are about to do some work. I want you to imagine you both as kids. So right now, imagine me and you as kids. Mm-hmm. I'm going to welcome you to my house. Okay. And the minute I welcome you to my house as a kid, and I'm going to give you some examples. When you come over to my house, there are a set of rules that you have to abide by. Okay. And so I'm going to give you these rules just so you know off bat. Yeah. And this is my way of protecting you. You don't know that I'm protecting you, but I'm totally protecting yeah. you. So here are the house rules. In my house, your dad's going to tell you anytime you have something to celebrate, anytime you're excited about an award, mm-hmm. the minute you go up to your dad or the minute you go up to my dad, what my dad's going to tell you is, what does that do for me? Okay, so Veronica, you got into UCSD when you were in high school and you're going to UCSD and you're part of the summer program. I remember doing that. My dad's reply was, what does that do for me? What does that do for me? And then in addition to that, in my house, part of the house rules is for you to ignore the fact that my dad has a heroin addiction. For you to ignore that my dad is an alcoholic. Because my dad's not. Even though he OD'd like three times off of heroin, he's not an, he's not an addict. So I need you, when you're in my house, part of the house rules is to pretend that your dad's not an addict. In addition to being in my house, I need you to not say certain shit because our house might be bugged or might be tapped. So when you're in my house, you're going to see things, but you're not allowed to say anything. In my house, it gets really cold. In my house, we don't have a lot of snacks. There are going to be times in my house where you're going to be struggling, but you can't say anything to anybody because if you look at mom, mom's struggling. And so you have to compromise your emotions to go ahead and protect hers. And then there are times in my house that maybe mom and dad get in fights and sometimes they're physical. And so what I need you to do, part of the house rules, is I need you to help me Take my brother and sister to the closet and I need you to sing with me so they don't hear them argue. In my house, there are going to be times that you're going to be really scared because your dad or dad's going to come home and he's going to come home drunk and he's going to bang on the windows. And if you let dad in, mom's going to yell at you. But if you don't let dad in, you're probably going to be beat. And so in my house, you suppress your emotions. You don't say anything. You're going to be in this constant state of worry and anxiety. 
because you're not going to know what's going on. Another role in my house is there are going to be times where you're unsure if dad's going to come home alive because maybe dad's doing things that are maybe not healthy and he's going to go with people that you know are dangerous, but you just got to go with the flow. There are going to be times where you're going to be on a newspaper route and you're going to be on that newspaper route and you're going to have school the next morning. You're just going to suck it up. There are going to be times where my mom says things, but she doesn't necessarily mean them. Your job, regardless, is to protect your brother and sister. And because mom's busy with dad, you have to step in as both mom and dad. And you have to be responsible. And you have to take care of them. So in my house, my brother and sister might say things to you that are disrespectful. Your mom, My mom might say things to you that are disrespectful and you're just going to take it because in the end, this is our house and we have to protect and we have to pretend like none of this is happening. So right now by sharing this, do you understand now maybe why I was not, and I'm not excusing it because I still should have set the boundary, but now giving you the rules of what my house the, the house rules and what it was like. Now, do you have an understanding of, it wasn't that I didn't want to protect you. It was because of the rules that were put in place in my house that I didn't know how. Does that make sense? Yeah. So give me your house rules. I'm not going to be as long as you were, but I will say that my rules. Is that a jab? <laughs> yeah. Those I'll were all that... my rules. Um... I mean, it's... So you invite me over. I invite you over. What are the house rules? Um, don't complain. Um, don't complain because you'll just be called whatever names and that you just need to accept it and suck it up. Um, that um, uh, don't expect it. Like, you'll spend the majority of your day with uh, with either grandparents or an aunt. Um, the majority of your time and um, you and your siblings and other family members, um, cousins or whatever, will will keep each other company um, and um, what else? Um, when you're scared, family you will remind to? you, family will remind you that um, you're the oldest. So there's expectations that mm -hmm. you have to be able to provide and uh, do great things and become something great because you're the oldest and so the family depends on you to be able to do mm -hmm. um, to do those things um, because you are constantly reminded that uh, your mom is a single mother uh, because your parents are divorced and um, um, even though you're pretty much a stranger because uh, you your mom is more involved with um, her own life mm -hmm. and um, your father's out of the picture and um, and uh, your sister although in the same house has her very own mother and father still living on there and there's there is some there is favoritism mm -hmm. um, so I would just have to take it if I was living yeah. in your house um, that if you do say something um that things are bothering you and that if you let your emotions get the best of you, uh, you'll be pot uh, potentially get hit in the mouth. 
um, and um, that or or get whooped. Um, it doesn't matter what age you are, because even if you get even as you get older, it's still going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. What else? What would you do when you were scared? In your house, what happens if you're scared? Uh, are you met with compassion and love? Or are you met with those feelings being dismissed nah, and invalidated? It was, it was more of um, invalidated and um, um, shame. Mm-hmm. That was there was some shame in there. There was um, um, ridicule. There was um, what else? Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd say <clears throat> any any feelings of of being soft wasn't wasn't permitted. Mm-hmm. So you had to just kind of just deal with it and internalize it. And then when you did decide to show that you were pissed off and upset. And uh, you try to use a coping strategy of maybe going outside to hit your heavy bag. Uh, you were met with confrontation um, to fight your parent, um, and so that's that's what that was like. So it was said to either fix yourself and fix your emotions, or um, maybe you want to fight your your parents. Um, and that so must have been really to, confusing as yeah, a kid. And so you had to internalize it mm-hmm. um, and bottle your emotions up. Mm-hmm. And so um, expect to punch a lot of walls and out of frustration and want to say things, but you can't because you'd be beaten um, or um, slapped in the mouth for saying something or spoke your, spoke your mind. Um, yeah. So it makes sense now that you've described that. And obviously we've had conversations, but it makes sense now, instead of me personalizing why you're not taking my side, it makes sense why there's fear with taking my side because that goes outside of the house rules. It's not part of the house rules. You know, we're supposed to be quiet, stay small and obey. And so listening to both Willie and I and what our house rules are, were, I would strongly encourage you to go ahead and ask your partner, what were his house rules? Like me going through my house rules, what did you learn about me? Um, like what was your takeaway? I learned that you had it hard, um, that when you were younger, you were poor, um, and that you know, um, success may have looked like um if you were successful that somebody was showing off so and it was never just, enough and yeah it's never enough and so no matter how good things were going it was and mm-hmm. so showing any of that stuff off and expecting a response a, a typical response of like you've done a job well done and yeah um congratulations or something like that it's not going to be met with that. Mm-mm. Um, that's going to be, you know, what, what what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would just understand who you're, who and what you're dealing with or what, what, um, I think this is a good way to understand what to expect before you go into that situation. Yeah. 
especially as you prepare for the holidays. Like like we already said, Thanksgiving is coming up and this tends to be a really, really triggering time for everybody. One of the primary reasons why it's a triggering time is because we're around our family and some of us are around our family, you know, family members that we don't want to be around. And some of us might feel so overwhelmed with emotions. And this is one of the times that you can literally disconnect from your partner if you are not having these honest conversations, if you are not, you know, if you're not able to understand why things are a certain way. And I think one thing that's worked really well for Willie and I, and I'm not saying we're perfect. Obviously, you guys know we're not perfect. Um, But one thing I would say is like, through, because there was a good amount of time where it was like, are you, fuck, you just heard her say that, or you just listened, they just did this, or look, they were here the entire fucking time, you know, but they called us yesterday, and we canceled all of our plans, you know, and all of those emotions, I remember feeling them, I remember being, feeling so angry, and so frustrated, like, why is he allowing this, and it was only through, like, me learning more about you, and you learning more about me that we realized, oh, shit, because the truth is we really didn't feel like we had a relationship with those individuals. And so we didn't want there to be the possibility of ending it all together. And so, yeah, in some ways I was asking you to compromise yourself to protect their emotions, just like in some ways you were asking me to compromise myself to protect the non-existent relationship. Uh-huh. Right. And we realized being in that and there's this there's this um there is this quote it says stop lighting yourself on fire to keep others warm and i believe that that's something you and i really learned and it wasn't from me continuously badging uh, bashing you but it was i feel like for me it was like recognizing oh shit i'm asking willie to light himself on fire but i've also been lighting myself on fire this entire time and i don't have to do this And I can actually have a good, really healthy relationship with my family. However, in order to get to that next step, boundaries need to be set. And I feel like, you know, through me setting those boundaries, you setting your own boundaries in your own time, we were able to go ahead and strengthen our relationship and really get down to a point of what are things we want and what are things we don't want in the relationship. And Some of that meant even ending, cutting off relationships too, Mm -hmm. which obviously was extremely difficult, you know, but it, it did it. We've done that not only with family, but also with friends. Yeah. You know? Um, so we have a couple steps that I want to go ahead and give you, um, baby. So here are, so that's the biggest skill that right there is a really big skill. And, um, How do we go ahead and do that? Exactly what we just did right now. Ask your partner, like, when would you recommend that they have this conversation? Before the holidays. Okay. Before Thanksgiving. Like today. Today's Monday. The podcast was released on Monday. Have this shit done today. Do it on Tuesday. So how do we, so for us women, because most of my audience is women. I would bring up all the incidents that have happened in the past. How? So if I was to do that to you and And you weren't. I would also look at who's the attendance list. Who's, if we're going to somebody's house, who's going to be there? Okay, but if I was to do that, who have you invited? Yeah, who are you thinking about inviting? But if I was, let's say I, let's say we're them, and if I was to do that, I'd be like, all right, here's my hit list. (laughs) Here's here's my list of who's coming. How do I communicate that to you, though? 
How do I say have that? Have this to, conversation. How? How does Open a woman your mouth and say something? No. How does a woman do that though? Because if we say, "Here's my hit list. These are all my." Look, I just thumbs. heard. I just heard this podcast, which I think is beneficial to both of us. We both have animosity towards each other's family. We don't like being around them during the holidays, um, and we both have our specific reasons why we don't. I'll go first because I heard how to do this, and to me, I thought it was beneficial. I'm going to start off right now with what I think would be helpful to you and maybe me going first will help you understand where I'm coming from um, and why I continue to butt heads with your family, but understanding this is why. So let me start it off. What and I think that that's why that's how it would start off and then go, okay, so based off of what I said, now you go ahead and go. And now we can understand each other and how we are and why we act certain ways in front of our own family. And then from there say, these are the specific, so how this all came to be is because there's specific things that during the time, like during this time of the year, I would love for this to be a great time, but it's never like that, or it's not often like that. And this is why, because there's been times that this has been, um, this has bothered me. This has bothered you. So I want to fix those times before they even happen. Yeah. And before this day comes when we're going to be around all these people, um, whether we're going there or they're coming here. And I don't want this to be a, a bad time that we're, you know, we're not looking forward to instead yeah. of this is an opportunity to spend time with family like it's meant to be. And we can actually have a good time Yeah, and understand that going into it, we can either not go or we can go, but we understand now more or less what we have to expect Yeah, um, for each other. Yeah. The biggest take, the biggest thing for me is recognizing why there might be hesitation on your partner's end to go ahead and be open to setting a boundary. You know, like we just shared, both Willie and I struggled with setting boundaries with our family, not because we didn't think a boundary was necessary, but there's consequences to setting boundaries. There are, there are consequences to setting boundaries. And the biggest consequence is that other person that you want to go ahead and keep in a relationship might not be open to the fact that you're setting these boundaries. Nobody likes boundaries set on them. And so being understanding of that. And in addition to that, after you guys do this exercise, recognize without blame, without shame, why there might be some level of, you know, your partner being hesitant to go ahead and set the boundary with the person you feel hurt by the most. That one one thing that I'll leave for everybody or that I'll mm -hmm. leave for you all is is this. My wife and I don't agree on this, and I wish we did. This is one thing that I wish we did. But for me, I always say it's 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 God, it's my wife, and it's my family. Mm -hmm. um, I believe in that uh, God. But, oh, wait but, a minute. God, but, my husband. But no, God, my wife, my family is in my kids. Oh, okay. And yeah, then, and then mm -hmm. my own family. I'm working on it, babe. So. So I would say like, whatever that looks like for you and establishing like, where am I in the hierarchy of all this? You need to also understand what does that list look like? Because you're going to know where you stand amongst your partner and if they're going to have your back or not. Um, because to me, that's like, that's where I wanted to always make sure that we were aligned or as close to being aligned as possible. Um, because it's it, not only saying that, but I also have to be able to prove that and, yeah. and speak that yeah. as well. 
And I, so we, we don't agree. So what he's referring to is we don't necessarily agree with the order. And my order is God, my kids, my husband, and then my family. And my family is outside family. So that's the only one that we have switched. Willie has me before Dad, the kids. Kids. Work. Shut friends, up. The dog. Shut up. Me. Shut up. Oh, maybe the car now. You. <laughs> Stupid. So that's only, that's what we're referring to. He doesn't like that I have the kids before him but they're little they can't fend for themselves okay that's another podcast all right anyways the goal here is for you guys to identify maybe why things are the way they are so that you're not against each other and at war with one another during the holidays instead there's a heightened level of understanding that's all we have for today we did it yeah we did it all right, you guys. Thank you guys so very much. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right, eat plenty of turkey and stuffing. And if you got good stuffing recipes, send them my way. What else? Oh, I was going to tell you guys something. I do have, if you guys are struggling with all of these things, setting boundaries, if you guys are struggling with connecting with one another, I do have a workshop that I'm promoting and it's on sale. Is on sale. And so as long as you Black get, Friday. yes, it is a Black Friday sale. So as long as you guys purchase it by Black Friday, you guys will go ahead and get the discounted rate. So it's a pre-Black Friday sale. It's a pre, yeah, it's a pre-Black, oh, that's kind of, okay. I like that. Yeah. Pre-Black Friday sale. So you have now up until Friday to go ahead and purchase your workshop tickets. It is a two hour workshop and we're going to be covering how to set boundaries, how to connect with your partner and so much more. All right, you guys, that's all the time we have for today. See you next time. Bye. See you later. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.